What is going on, everybody? We are here live at the JJ Podcast Resort. Uh, we are here in Liberty Hill. Just moved into the beautiful new home this week, um, but I am just kind of settling in um, with the lady. And uh, JC couldn't make it. He had a flat tire today. Unfortunately, we had a really good episode um, preview, um, and we apologize for it being a little late. He, you know, accidents happen, and uh, just as long as he's good, we're all happy. But NBA free agency started today. What a day it has been. It's like the, the minute it hit 5.05 p.m. Central Time or 6.05 or 4.05, whatever you're at, whatever time zone, it just felt like, you know, the the all of the big deals were going to come out swinging. And, uh, you know, it's weird because, like, it's supposed to be the tampering period, but it just seems like agents and stuff already have the deal set before the quote-unquote tampering period. But – um, JC did leave a couple notes for me to let let you know everyone know. Um, he has some predictions prior uh to the to the free agency starting up, and he still has a few that maybe still could happen, maybe not. Um, the first one, uh, of course, Bruce Brown. He predicted Bruce Brown going to the Lakers. I was against it, just for personal reasons. Did not like Bruce Brown. Uh, really, even when he was in Brooklyn, everyone, all my Denver fans out there, going to be biased and say I. I hate Bruce Brown because he was at the Nuggets, but um, you know, uh, I I just didn't think it would happen. Um, I think he kind of has some sort of um, maybe personal agenda against the Lakers players. Um, I know he had a little bit of a you know beef with them, I guess if you want to keep on the court though. But um, ended up signing with the Pacers, two year deal, got his pay money, and uh, I'm sure Nuggets fans are are just grateful for the year he had with them and win the chip. So. Good luck to Bruce Brown. That was one of his predictions. Another one is to, for for uh, Draymond to get traded. Um, still could happen, I guess. They just you know re-signed him recently to a four-year, hundred million dollar deal. Um, so you know, shout out to Draymond for his money, but it could still happen. Um, and then of course the Porzingis thing. Um, he got the contract extension. It was just announced as well. Uh, so the Celtics really just kind of banking on Porzingis moving forward, which is it could be a good and bad thing, but. As of right now, Celtics look good. They look like good winners today <clears throat> and and stuff. So um Kyrie or being another one was his prediction. Um he and you know potentially leaving Dallas. So uh we'll see. I think you know the rumors are that he's coming back to Dallas for a contract extension. So um those those were his predictions. But I kind of wanted to, you know, give out my top free agents, I guess, that are remaining um up until this podcast has been recorded. Um, I had a couple that were on the list. Uh, I was going to give you guys my 10, but I'll go to five. I'll shorten it to five um, because a few of them have already been, you know, signed or, or about to sign verbal agreement. Kyrie was one, of course. Um, and then Austin Reeves is my number two. I'll get to that in such a second, in just a second. Jeremy Grant, uh, number three, obviously he just, he's going back to Portland. Uh, Bruce Brown uh, going to Indiana. Uh, Draymond staying. Chris Middleton potentially going um, but here are my remaining ones. Austin Reeves, number one remaining free agent for me. I mean, I'm not even putting bias aside. The dude plays hard defense. He can get his own shot up, and he plays excellent three ball. Um, if he has to play in the corners, LeBron dishes that on, he'll make it. So he can do it all. He could do what a guard is needed to do. Uh, quite simply put it, he's another Bruce Brown, and I I absolutely respect Reeves' game, and I think he's the top free agent available. What kind of? I mean, every there's always weaknesses in every guard play, and Reeves doesn't have many weaknesses, and the ones that are weaknesses are not very flawed, and will not keep him away from playing in the court. So, uh, Austin Reeves should be a starter in this league. I'm hoping he's a starter with the Lakers next year. So, you know, 
it is what it is, but he's my top free agent. Hopefully he comes back. I heard the Lakers offered him a pretty good deal for your deal. Um, so we'll see if he takes it. My second one, Brooke Lopez. This is something that the Bucks need to fucking make happen today. Um, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened. It's because he is such a big piece to a lot of teams' uh, needs this season. And what I mean by that is not many centers out there can shoot the three ball and play defense the way he does. Um, and he's such a big body, too. So it's like, you know, it's not like a, a type of prototype center, modern day center where, you know, the guy can shoot the three ball and also protect the rim. But he's very scrawny. So like a big dude like Embiid and Jokic um, can really just body him in the paint and bully him. Now, Brook Lopez is a guy who can do the three ball and play defense, protect the rim, but also has the, t- the, the body type to kind of, you know, not be able to get bullied by a guy like Embiid and Jokic. So um, that is a valuable asset to a team valuable free agent for everyone out there i know the lakers should be banking on him the rockets are going to pay a lot of money for him too so the bucks need to do what they can to keep him there because if not Giannis will have to be the guy that plays center and do all those duties and i know he's more than capable of doing it but that might take away from the other roles that he may want to do um in the bucks offense moving forward so brooke lopez should he stay yes stay in milwaukee if i was the bucks but go get that bag. So we'll see if the Rockets – Um, we'll see what he values more. I'm sure the Rockets could offer the most um, as far as free agency goes. But, of course, you know, maybe he values winning more, and I can respect that as well. So Brooke Lopez, number two free agent for me. Number three would be Fred Van Vliet. The dude's just like Reeves. Uh, maybe he's not as good of a defender as Reeves, but he can get his own shot up, and he can dish the ball and – get others involved and also shoot the three ball. And that's very valuable for a guard in today's NBA. Um, I can see him going to Miami just because of the news that, you know, Gabe Vincent has just claimed to the Lakers. So they're going to want somebody to replace uh, a guy like Vincent, even though he just you know came out of nowhere last season. Uh, but Van Vliet should be valuable, but I'm sure again, the Rockets have the most money. They're going to spend like crazy, especially with the young cores that they have. Um, and there's no state taxes in Texas. Um, a lot of my Texas folks here, they they always like to play that card that, you know, Texas is one of the most lucrative places to come play money wise because you're not going to be taking out 20 million in taxes every year because there's no state taxes here. And, and and it's true. That's why, you know, you see a couple of players come in baseball like Corey Seager and, and Kershaw may be tempting to come because you're not going to get taxed half of your salary um, to come play in Texas. So Van Lee's potential there, but he's awesome. Great player. Uh, he, the fact that he's getting a second bag after his first contract with the Raptors, um, and you know that's good for him. It shows value in him. So good on him. Hopefully he he gets his bag regardless. Uh, number four, I have Rory Hachimura, another Laker. Listen, y'all gonna y'all gonna blast me for this Laker bias, but I'm telling you, man, these two players were the reason the Lakers went so far in the first place. You can take AD out of the equation. You can take LeBron out of the equation. But those two key pieces, when Rory Hachimura had a great game, the Lakers won, no doubt. I will, like, they never lost a game when Rory had a great game. Um, Obviously, he didn't have it all the time, but when he did, the Lakers just clicked everywhere. Um, Same with Austin Reeves. Um, for the most part, when when he had a great game and, and really, really got things involved, Lakers were really hard to beat. Um, So Hachimura can be a, a valuable asset to a lot of teams. He is kind of like a Jeremy Grant. He has the body type like him. Maybe not as 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 built like Jeremy, but I mean he can he can guard anybody pretty much. Um, there was obviously talks about him guarding Jokic in the in the playoffs. Obviously that didn't come to fruition, but that's how good of a defender he is. 
that he is the one that was appointed to be the Jokic stopper, even no one can stop Jokic. Um, and he has an excellent mid-range, man. He's got one of the best mid-ranges in the league. And and kind of like the mid-range has just kind of disappeared in today's NBA. It's just three-pointers and layups. But sometimes the mid-range is, is one of the best bags, baskets he can have. So that's going to be a very valuable asset. I'm hoping he comes back to the Lakers. He's a restricted free agent. Uh, so we'll see. Um, and then number five, Kyle Kuzma, another former Laker. But the reason I had him here, I had him 10th in my list. But number five here, of course, because with the other five signing. I mean, the dude can the dude can score, quite frankly. And sometimes in today's NBA, the, the you know you don't even have to play defense. You could just you know outscore the opponent. And Kuzma will be a guy who's lengthy. Um, he can play the four, play the three, um, and get you you know twenty points a game. So he's gonna get paid somewhere. I'm predicting he's gonna be, um, so one one a team like a Rockets where they have a lot of cap room, um, to sign a player like Kuzma, where unless he's valuing uh winning, which he might potentially be. Um, I can see him going to the Rockets, which is which is another reason. I mean, everyone's going to the Rockets, right? So, yeah, that, those are my free agents, uh, top five free agents. Keep an eye on those folks. I mean, there's still others really out there um, that you can kind of look at, of course. But, I mean, those five, you know, specifically are, are my guys that I'm going to keep looking at. I was going to mention Gabe Vincent as well, but he just got announced as a signee um, um, here uh, for the Lakers, which is nuts. But we'll see how that affects Austin Reeves' um, approach to getting him and Rui. But as of right now, uh, it looks like he is um, going to be a Laker Gabe Vincent. So I'm kind of hyped about it, but we'll see. I mean, he had one great year. We'll see. But there's other free agents, as I mentioned. Cam Johnson, Harrison Barnes, but I think he just got an extension. Uh, Russell Westbrook, of course. Josh Hart. But I think he's coming back to New York. Uh, Christian Wood, you know, Dylan Brooks, uh, those guys. But um, all in all, those 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 free agents would be something to keep an eye on. But, I mean, as I record this, I can guarantee you the five free agents that I mentioned, four of them at least would be would have been signed by the time this gets released uh, sometime in the coming day or so. But, um, yeah, those those five. But I want to get to the meat and potatoes here. This is This is the one part of the episode today that I wanted to really touch on. And it's the three trades, three trades that can happen this offseason. And, of course, they could happen tonight. They could happen in the next couple of weeks. Maybe free agency dies down, and that's when teams may want to start trading uh, some of the players. But number number one, I mean, let's just get the elephant in the room, James Harden. He wants to leave Philly. He opted into his contract just so he can uh, get traded to a team like, you know, the Clippers or the Knicks, um, something like that. Maybe the Suns, as crazy as it sounds. But, um. My prediction to James Harden is he's gonna go to the Clippers. It just seems like the the Clippers are in desperate mode to get, um, you know, a, another high, you know, star caliber player, make another big three of their own. Especially going to crypto or not leaving crypto arena, excuse me, and going to their new arena in uh, Inglewood. Um, they're gonna want to have star stars there and box office players. And James Harden is one of the most box office players in this league. So I they're gonna make it happen. I can see kind of a, a PJ Tucker and James Harden. Those two coming in for like a Morris, Covington, Batum, and give me a couple first rounders on top of that. The 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 Philly Sixers will do it. They'll make it happen. So um that's my prediction. Um otherwise I can see him going to New York. Um another big market team like that. But it, it just seems like a lot of the momentum is going to the Clippers. Um he wants to go to LA, understandably. I think he's from that area, so PG's approved it in Kawhi, you know, as long as they're winning and, and you know, he gets the load off of himself. So uh, it can happen. But it's just it's 
it's just a dangerous game to play. And this is the only trade that will, you know, facilitate a big three um, out of the three that I'm going to mention. And I, I, want, I just want to say, I don't like it. I, I, I think big threes are very unsuccessful. They're failures, in my opinion. I mean, there's a few that have succeeded, let's say, of course, you know, the Warriors, but that team was just on a different level. And then, of course, the, the Heatles, um, but really any other big three that's been formed um, hasn't really been as successful. You look at the Brooklyn Nets, you know, the Thunder with Melo, George, and Westbrook. Um, and then, you know, the list goes on. But there's not many big threes out there that succeed, and it doesn't really formulate to the wins in the championship. It does lead to box office and season ticket holders rising. Business side of it is great. Success as far as being on the court, mm-mm, I don't like it, and I don't think it's 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 something teams need to, you know, go after. And the Suns are going to try to prove us wrong this year and, and win the chip. Of course, they're going to be one of the favorites, but I like a team that's built like Denver, uh, where Denver where had the, they had very two strong players, Murray and Jokic, of course, you know, two of the top five, top ten players in this league. That's all you need, and then you really just need a good, you know, uh you know, support system. Uh, you know, that's the that is a big reason why they won last year. Even if there was a big three like the Suns last year with if with Beal, I still think the, the Nuggets would have won it just because of the grit and the contribution of all the role players that came into on top of Murray and Jokic. Because there were moments in those games where Jokic had to go take a breather and Murray would struggle on the court. But then you have a guy like Bruce Brown or MPJ, um, or Christian Braun, someone, Jeff Green. Um, that would just come in and just, you know, pile on 10, 15 points when it's needed. And and then it just lifts the team up out of nowhere. And then Murray out of nowhere just starts to get hot again. And then Jokic is back on the floor. And then they pick up where they left off. And you need that. And and when you form a big three, you don't you, – you sacrifice the depth in your team. And, you know, yeah, of course, you can have Kevin Durant in one quarter and then Devin Booker another and Bradley Beal third. Um, but sometimes, you know, superstars have off nights and, and you might, you know, be be at risk of, of losing, you know, a series or a game because, you know, you have nobody to pick you up off your feet um, when you don't. So it's a dangerous game. I, I like having a lot of role players because you never know what could happen in the NBA and anybody can step up when you're that good. Um, so I, it's just, it's just, you know, I'm not liking it. I'm not a fan. I'm, you know, hoping James Harden doesn't go to the Clippers, but if he does, I, you know, Lakers, Clippers, Clippers, and Suns, Clippers, Nuggets. It's going to be a battle in the West again, as it was last season. But we'll see. We'll see. There's going to be a lot of attention to the Clippers if that happens. But my second trade prediction, and, and this one's interesting, Zion to the Blazers. I still think it can happen. I, I think kind of it died down just a little bit. But Zion, I believe that report. It might have been bogus report, but that teammates aren't happy with him. You know, he hasn't been around. He's not connected with the team. I believe it. Dude, when you're that injured for that long and you're not really on the court as much with your teammates, you're going to lose that connection with them and they're going to end up trying to find someone else to replace you as far as chemistry goes. And, you know, it happens. It happens in the league. Um, And, you know, I think Zion just needs a fresh start and Portland's looking to find somebody to have Dame Dame with him. Um, And they're on a time clock as well. So why not? It's best for both worlds. Blazers, you get yourself quality pieces surrounding Brendan Ingram because it looks like he's the guy now in New Orleans or well, it was last year to say the least um, and then in Portland you get a, another superstar potential that can be with Dame and you know may feed off of the pick and roll with Dame as well so uh, it's something to keep an eye on I, it may not happen as much anymore with Jeremy Grant coming back to Portland but 
you just never know. You never know. And I, I firmly believe Zion, if it gets traded, it'll be to Portland. Um, and we'll go from there. So uh, my final trade prediction, and this is one that's going to be kind of under the table, low key. Not many people will talk about it, but it could have huge implications to the NBA. And it's Pascal Siakam to the Sacramento Kings. I, I think the Kings are in win now mode. They had a wonderful magical season last year. Um, and I think they want to capitalize on that. They have a lot of youth on their team. And I think they want a proven player out there who's won a chip um, and that can bring very, you know, good veteran leadership, but also, you know, production on the court. Um, so I think Davion Mitchell and, you know, lots of picks um, really for Pascal would be, you know, what what gets them to pull the trigger on this trade, especially for Toronto, where they're kind of rebuilding a little bit. So, it, like I said, Siakam's not a, a sexy, you know, 20, top 20 player in this league where, you know, ESPN's going to talk about him every day. Um, but it will have implications. He's going to factor uh, – he's going to bring a lot to this Kings team if it happens. You have De'Aaron. You already have um, Sabonis. Uh, Harrison Barnes is already returning now with the extension he got today. Um, and now you're starting to think maybe maybe this is a team with a lot of depth, just like the Nuggets, um, that can really contend for a title. Um, I'm not going to put them up there just yet. Maybe not top three yet for the in the West to say the least. But this is a stepping in the right direction. Um, and this is kind of um, it's just something that I'm going to keep an eye on for the Kings because they're not just going to stay back and and be content with what they had last year. They're going to be aggressive this off season and try to take the next step forward to maybe bring them to the Western Conference Finals or maybe even potentially the final. So all in all, the West is getting crazy again. And last year it was very up in the air parody nuggets took it this season. It just feels like every team in the West, um, it's just going to go for it really. I mean, you look at it from top to bottom, the jazz, um, are looking, you know, to boost their team again. Uh, you know, the Suns just got their big three. The Kings might look at being buyers again and be aggressive. The Lakers aren't going to back out. The Clippers might get hard. The Nuggets are trying to get out of the whole core back. Um, and I know they just signed Reggie Jackson, which is a very underrated signing. The Rockets are going to spend money like crazy. Kyrie's coming back to Dallas. The San Antonio Spurs just got Wemby. Um, man, the West is just nuts. The East is going to be a little bit weak, which is good news for the Celtics because they – they really just got everybody back um, and, and some with Porzingis. So, um, yeah, the West, just keep an eye on the West and keep an eye on those teams, especially – oh, and I didn't even mention Chris Paul to the Warriors. So, um, it's just going to be a crazy NBA season um, coming up. But we're just getting started, folks. Free agency just happened two hours ago. It just started two hours ago, and we got some deals rolling in, and we haven't even started official NBA season, uh, off season, which comes in two days. And that's when the trades might happen and stuff. So um wanna give a shout out to my boys in Denver, all the fans out there in Denver. Um wonderful parade um and stuff. But you know, they they enjoyed it. They deserved it. I you know, as much as I try to deny it, I did, you know, can say that the Nuggets are the favorites to win the chip. Um they just had a great team all around. Um and I see champions when I know I know champions when I see them. Um, and I had, you know, the Nuggets, and y'all can take a look at my account and gambling, but I put them to win the title in March, and, you know, it paid off when they did. So congratulations to the Nuggets, Nuggets fans. I didn't want to see it happen, but it did, and it's fine. Um, and now the draft with Wemby um, coming to San Antonio, a lot of hype down here in Austin and San Antonio. So the Spurs will come to Austin. I'll say that. I'll say that. But appreciate y'all for listening. We're going to keep this short and simple, but – 
We're going to catch you all next time, man. We're going to go over some more signings, more trades. It's going to happen soon. Um, but we appreciate you all. Enjoy the 4th of July weekend. Um, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.